Hello, and welcome to Heart Points, a one-to-one RPG actual play podcast. I am your husband and GM, Zach. I am your wife and player, Diana. And this is Grandpa's Farm. How are you, my darling? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited. Yeah. I love it when we can change things up. Yeah. This is different because it's back. It's like our old format. It is. It is. Which is weird. It feels a little strange because it feels like the weirdest of callbacks to two apartments ago and (laughs) (laughs) different life situation. So you might uh, recall that last episode we left you on a little bit of a cliffhanger with Blood Gold. Dun, dun, dun. And we will be getting back to that. But first we wanted to change things up. Today we are playing a new game from Tyler Crumrine, who is currently kickstarting an anthology subscription box of mini games um, that all look absolutely amazing. Uh, You may know Tyler Crumrine from their earlier release, Beak, Feather, and Bone, which is a gorgeously aesthetic and interesting game about uh mapping out a city of crow folk and it's it's awesome and all of the games in this subscription box are equally as evocative and cool and interesting and they're all sorts of different genres all sorts of different mechanics and play styles and uh we are lucky enough to be playing an early draft of i believe what will be the first game in that subscription box uh grandpa's farm which is a game of uh i i think the game describes itself as a slow life farming video games it's like a uh, harvest moon stardew valley uh animal crossing and i've read through the rules and it seems absolutely delightful it's typically made for uh, solo or solo together play, but Diana and I are going to be playing it together and seeing how it goes. Yay! So uh, once again, if you are if you enjoy this, um, and even if you don't, don't hold that against Tyler. Go check out the Possible Worlds Kickstarter on Kickstarter right now. All of the games in it are amazing. There's a world building game of superheroes. There's a dating sim uh, slash get dating game show game. There is one that I'm personally the most excited for called Hounds, which is about uh, it's a mech pilot and their AI linked mech. There's just a lot of really cool stories in there. And um, I need to see this project funded because all of the games look absolutely amazing. Uh, But we will mention that again at the end of the episode. For now, I think it's I think I would like to get started on this game. All right. Now, Dinah, you did say one goal. For this game, that yes. you had one goal. Correct. Uh, would you like to share that goal? Cute and happy. Cute and happy. Yes. I'm aware that it is going to be my fault if it doesn't reach that goal, which is why I verbalized it. Mm-hmm. You can help me stay on track so that when I try to introduce a dead grandpa, you can be like, no, no, no. That's not what we talked about. That's not cute and happy. Well, it has to be both, guys. <laughs> both so if you're like me you might have heard oh this is a game where you're inheriting an old rundown farm and you're fixing it up if you're like me your first thought might be well obviously we should do a prequel of blood gold with Marin coming across her farm and fixing up her farm and getting started 
Uh, and Diana was like, well, okay, so there's a letter writing aspect. Who would we write the letters to? And I was like, well, obviously you'd be writing them to Priya, of course. And Diana was like, no. No, no it doesn't help me with my goal. My goal is cute and happy. And if I'm grieving the entire time and writing a letter to my dead partner, that's not exactly the tone that I'm going for. I think the internet calls them soft girls. We were just talking about this aesthetic or is, is that not what they're called? Like the soft girls? I have no idea. They wear big t-shirts and small shorts with big poofy. Anyway, I'm going for cute. In my head, that's what I pictured. Could, I, ref- like cute could I reframe that to cottage core? No, that's the new thing. And I don't know what that is yet. It's it's just, you know, I'm it's not in cottage inter- aesthetics. I'm not internet savvy to know what cottage core means. So I don't know if that's what I'm going for. I'm going for cute. I think you're, yes, you're going for cottage core. We're talking cool. about, we're talking cottage core. We're talking hige. We're talking, oh, shit, hokonobi. Yeah, you you just threw out a whole bunch of words. I'm going for cute. Okay. <laughs> I'm not even going for cozy, which is what I associate oh. gay. I'm not even going for, I'm going for cute. Okay. I'm going for cute, which is Harvest Moon. Mm-hmm. Harvest Moon is cute. Like Wolf Children. Do not bring up that movie. <laughs> I, here's the thing, you've done it. Get ready, Byro. I don't like wolf children. Here's why I don't like wolf children. It has nothing to do with the art. It has everything to do with the mother's decision at the very end. It is not a maternal decision. I would never, before I had children, I was like, that's a terrible decision. She's made an awful decision for her child. And now, as the mother of a child, I am doubling down on, she made a terrible decision for her child. Visits. Visits is the solution to that problem. But that was not discussed. I'm not going to spoil anything. Wolf Children is terrible. The dad one is fine. The furry dad one is fine. Uh, Boy and the Beast. That one's fine. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go on a farm. Okay. <laughs> you du- you did this. I know. I know. I did, did it on this. purpose. Um. So, uh, we start off the game by setting up some things about the world. So we've already decided that we want to tell a cute, heartwarming story. We've decided that we are going to be a young couple. Uh, how young are you thinking? I'm thinking newlyweds. For our Ooh, age. I like newlyweds especially. For our age, I don't know. I'll leave that up to you. But I'm going, I, I kind of see us as like fair, fairly young. Like in if you and I in our actual lives had inherited a farm, let's say a tobacco farm, just for fun. <laughs> when we were 25 that's kind of what I'm picturing here. Okay. Like a slightly immature, because we were both slightly immature then. Newlyweds. We weren't at that age, but. Yeah, I like 25-ish. Like, twi- yeah. like 25 around. Like early, mid-20s. Mm-hmm. Maybe even mid to late 20s, but. So where is, uh, so we, the first question is, what kind of world are you playing in? And we've talked about doing sort of like a light fantasy um with like modern world elements so uh a lot of modern technology but i'm thinking in like a past very pastoral way like planes are like wooden biplanes cars are like like old like old sedans and and cute little brightly colored lorries and there is some fantasy elements similar to like stardew valley it's kind of where we're we're thinking yes absolutely i have never played stardew valley so i'm gonna take your word for it. Oh, we got to play some Stardew together. Uh, where is your farm located? We very briefly talked about somewhere that's a slightly colder temperature. Um, not like super cold, but slightly colder. Somewhere like 
if we were going to compare it to actual countries, like the like Nordic countries, but not necessarily mm. there. Yeah, when you were saying colder, for my my brain immediately went to like Alaska. Oh no, my brain was thinking like Holland. Isn't Holland way colder than Alaska? I don't know. It's northern. They're the same latitude, I think. Yeah, but Europe's temperature situation is very different than our situation. Like, England is actually, like, if you draw a straight line, it's, like, over to, like, super cold Canada. But England's not that cold, like, super cold Canada. Okay. So we're thinking, like, a a temp, a cooler temperate area. Uh, yeah. What, how about, like... What about if it's a little valley town and the town is surrounded by mountains and um, you know me, I love trains. So uh, either trains or boats. What's the, what's like the, what is the, are we by the mountains with trains or are we by the shore with boats? I love boats. Okay. So I'm okay with the train. I don't have to keep winning as long as I get my cute and happy. Why don't, let's do both it's this it's this cool little town this cold little town and um there are are, there's a mountain range uh on one side of the town and uh a bay a a big bay on the other side of the town so uh we have this little farm in this little town dinah's drawing a map and her map has our farm taking up the entirety of the town (laughs) perspective is something that i'm great at this is why i am an artist i'm not i'm not an artist so what does our farm or what are we going to cultivate in our farm i'm a fan of root vegetables (laughs) but i i think it should not be animals oh but i could do sheep we could be sheep herders see i love fantasy animals and i love animals I love ranches, and I would love to go a little fantasy. Go, ham. What if we did non-trademarked chocobos? Emu birds. Isn't that what a chocobo basically is? Yeah. Chicken or emus. What if we did, like, cockatrice? That's a word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We could do that word. Oh, do you not know what a cockatrice Why is? Why would I know what a cockatrice is? Why? Who knows what that is? No one. No one knows what that I'm is. I'm willing to bet that the majority of our listenership knows what a cockatrice is. I'm calling BS on that. This is a vote. When you hear this episode, let us know if you know or if you don't know. What is it? Explain. I don't know. A cockatrice is um, the inverse of a basilisk. It's a cockat. It's a big chicken with a snake's tail that um, if it looks at you, it petrifies you. But ours would be cute. <laughs> now but you ours would be cute is the important part. Here's the thing. You already know why I'm going to say no. Because of the snake part? Because of the chicken part. <laughs> I would rather raise bas- basilisks. It's obviously because of the chicken part. Dear, dear listener. <laughs> dear listener. I do not like live chickens. There's a very short intense story behind that but the important fact is i don't like live chickens i eat them in spite i eat them because they deserve to be eaten that is the feeling i have towards chickens and this man whom i thought loved me i thought we were in love just looked at me and told me i was going to become a chicken farmer cockatrice farmer that's a chicken with a tail 
No. My answer is no. Nine. Okay. Let's nope. do um Well what are what are chocobos if not giant chickens? They're different if they look like emus. If I think of them as emus, it's fine, but you described this thing as a chicken. I can't. It's your fault. You should have described them differently. This is on you. I am. No, I kind of like, the thing is, I think, I think being in charge of birds would be easy. Just throw some like seed at them. Right. I don't know how to take care of birds, but I probably know more about taking care of chickens than I do any other animal. Fine. We'll take care of the thing that can petrify you. How is it not going to petrify us? Do we walk around with a Medusa head or something? No, I just, I think maybe in our, maybe in our world, they don't, they don't petrify on sight. Maybe they have, um, well, I guess that is a good question, right? If you're, if you're ranching something, what is its value? Maybe we should just go with chocobos. I'm fine with chocobos. We're, we're, we're breeding, except we need, but now. Can't it be like a velociraptor? That's basically what a chocobo is. They're like the same thing. Yeah. But with I mean, velociraptors probably had feathers. Yeah. So are we, we're raising raptors? It's a raptor ranch? Sure. But our raptors are big, chonky, feathered ball chickens. Stop using that word. (laughs) Use any other word. You can, here's the thing. You could call them a hen and I'd still be like, yeah, that's fine. It's the fact that you put a chicken on there. I think it's going to peck me and now it's your fault. I don't like these things. Yeah. That is a character trait. Now it's official. I don't like them. This isn't, (sighs) I didn't want this. You signed up for this. All right. We're Raptor Farm. Raptor Ranch. Okay. <laughs> Great. I love it. Raptor Ranch. Next, decide the circumstances under which you've inherited your farm. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So my grandpa and my grandma, they had this ranch. They had these raptors. And I spent many a summer on their ranch. And I hated the effing chickens and then grandma died oh so sad grandpa became old as well and could not take care of the ranch by him lonesome couldn't take care of himself either so he moved in with my mom and my dad and i got married woohoo yay for me but we need our own space we need my mom and dad to not be there so we take over grandpa's farm ranch (laughs) story i paint a beautiful picture it it was beautiful so this is this is where your characters grandparents met and started their lives and Mm -hmm. but now grandpa is too old to work with it and we want to start our lives so we're moving out correct correct yes great um but over the years since grandpa has moved into the city he's a stubborn old man he stayed at that ranch longer than he should have and it has started to fall into disrepair. Mm-hmm. So we are going to answer a couple questions. So first off, we should, uh, I guess we should name our characters probably. Probably. What, if anything, attracts you to the farming lifestyle? The independence. Mm. Yeah, I think for me, it's the, I think independence is definitely part of it, but it's also wrapped up in this like a uh, self-made idea like the, yeah. the idea of being self-made yeah 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 like the the success um what's the word that i'm looking for like knowing that you did it yourself mm-hmm. not just being independent but the the success of independence like the look at what i made right the like satisfaction of it what if anything are you leaving behind by moving to the farm comfort i don't like raptors 
<laughs> and I am going. So I am leaving behind comfort. I'm also leaving behind my family because I don't think that my parents live near this farm. Mm. Maybe we did at one point, but I don't think we're like super far, but we don't. It's not close. Yeah. Um, I think for me, it is a a cushy desk job, like um, like a number crunching job. Mm-hmm. Um, I had it was it was easy and it paid really well. But it was kind of just like an like just accounting, doing you know numbers for you know a local branch of government. What in your life will be easier while living on the farm? Being married to you. Aww, that'll definitely be easier. Yeah, I think getting just to spend time with my new wife yeah. will be will be wonderful, and you know, just uh, it, it'll be easier. You know, getting away from all the, the issues of the city, all the stressors of the city to live in this nice little rural town. What will be harder? Everything. Yes. <laughs> Everything will be harder. Um, how did you prepare for life on the farm? So I think I had a leg up over you because I spent summers there. So I kind mm. of know. I don't know everything that I'm getting myself into, but I think I know a little bit more than you. So I prepared by the same way that I would prepare when I would go there for the summer. Like, I'm bringing a lot of warm clothes. I'm I'm bringing a lot of, like, clothes I don't necessarily care about. Like, stuff that I would have probably thrown away if I was staying in the city. I'm keeping because they're going to be my work clothes. A lot of food. Like, non-perishable food. Bringing a lot of non-perishable food. Yeah, I think I prepared by um phoning one of grandpa's old contacts and like going through his old like literally like, like card rolodex. rolodex uh physical card rolodex calling people up uh to get started with our our supplies like um you know no animals have been living on the farm for a while uh any crops that grandpa was growing have long died so we need all new startup so I think I got started by, you know, by going through and like talking, having a lot of conversations with uh, your grandpa and getting his old Rolodex and, and getting in contact with people to get some good prices. And I'm sure needing to handing, hand off the phone to grandpa a couple of times mm-hmm. to be like, grandpa, I think uh, I think he's he's this doesn't sound right. Could you please talk to him and see if he could just give us a, a little bit of a discount? What are you excited about? I'm excited to start my new life with you. We, I mean, we just got married, but we haven't really had any independence or it, do, it doesn't feel like we're married yet. It just kind of feels like we're a little bit playing house in the room that we share. Um, but this is going to, I mean, this is real life and I'm excited to do that with you. Yeah, I'm excited. I think I'm excited for the same thing. I think I'm also excited because this has always been a dream of mine. And it's also, I think, I think it's always been a dream of mine. But I, I think my character, like, straight up grew up in the city, never left the city, and always viewed, like, the farming life as, like, this romantic life. Yeah, I saw it through, like, rose-colored glasses. Yeah. Yeah. What are you nervous about? I am nervous about looking like I can't cut it in front of your family and looking like I can't provide for my family in front of your family. Mm. I'm worried about not being able to cut it. Like, I'm worried because I know how much work my grandpa and my grandma put into this farm. I'm worried 
that we won't be able to do it and it'll be like losing the farm all over again how far out of repair was the farm before your arrival it's not unlivable like we can live in the house but it's definitely got like what's that called wire and tube like oh like really outdated they everything is outdated. to the point of dangerous yeah everything is outdated yeah like there's probably asbestos in the walls like it's outdated or it's probably made out of stone more likely there's no insulation i think i would i would love if like grandpa the tried. Roof was leaking not everywhere not everywhere but in places that it counted <laughs> no no it has to be livable you can't do that to me it has to be livable okay all right but it's it's terribly outdated oh my god it's so outdated okay. i think it, i think it's made out of stone there's like one room in the house and it's the bedroom that grandpa sort of upgraded but he basically just put like insulation drywall over the stone because grandma got cold when she was sleeping and mm. it's the only room in the house where that happened everything else is stone like think like medieval castle you know how people are like selling uh, castles in scotland for like two bucks because there's nothing there yeah that's what this is except okay. for the bedroom where grandpa tried okay uh n- lastly we create our community uh so what should we name this town i'm going to posit what he means by posit is he means recommend or suggest he uses these fancy words it's not posit is not a fancy word on a recording posit sounds like pause it oh <laughs> pause it i'm going to pause it braider check sure braider check is the name of the town mm-hmm. it's spelled like check like czechoslovakia it, it, i mean is that it, how you say check is that how you, like that yes braider yeah mm-hmm. i knew a braider okay just as a surname just for fun just it's just a fun fact yeah, i'm letting know. you know how far away is our closest neighbor Ooh, i'll leave that one up to you is it a raptor ride away? Yeah, I mean, I think it's uh, I think our nearest neighbor is like 10 minute drive. In like a current car? Yeah. Okay. How far away is the closest town? Oh, we're talking like 45 minutes. Easy. Is that how far away we are from Braidercheck? Or how far away is Braidercheck to the next town? I'm doing center of town to our... Is 45 minutes? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. It's not a long trip, but it is like one. It's it's the length of a trip that you're like, oh, I don't really feel like it today. Exactly. <laughs> yep. It's the sort of thing where you're like, I am not just going to pick up mail. I'm going to pick up mail and do this shopping and do that shopping. Like it's not like, yeah, done and done. It's I'm I'm doing stuff when I go. How often do you see other people? Like once a week. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I think yeah. you know, like once a week when we go into town. To, to pick market, up supplies. To pick up supplies mm-hmm. and stuff. Or more frequently if we go and see our neighbor mm-hmm. for something because we need help because mm-hmm. we don't know what we're doing and yeah. they do. But I'm thinking about just about once a week. Yeah. How much do you rely on the community? Heavily. Yeah, I think a lot. Mm-hmm. We're in a remote town. We have the sea on one side, mountains on the other side. We don't know how to do any of this. Mm-mm. And how much does the community rely on you? Zero. Yeah, I think right now it's zero. Yeah. I think that they're happy that people are using Raptor Ranch again. And it's not like some big company trying to take over Mm -hmm. or trying to put up like apartments or something. Yeah. Could I pause it? Could I? (laughs) I was trying to think of how that made that work. Um, Could I uh, ask, could we call the Raptors cockatrice? 
Sure. Yay. You know I'm just going to call him Cox. Don't just <laughs> Don't just call him Cox. Um, but do you still want to call the farm Raptor Ranch? No. No, no, no. What do you want to call it? I don't come up with names. You... Raptor Raptor Ranch was never the real name of this thing. Oh, I thought it was. You wrote it on the map. Yeah. You cause... wrote Raptor Ranch on the map. <laughs> I did. How this, That was so... I knew what I was looking at. No, I feel like it would be... What's my surname? What's Grandpa... What's Grandpa Sid's surname? Grandpa Sid or Grandpa Sig? I thought it was Grandpa Sig. What did I just say? You just said Sid. I meant I Sig. Sig. <laughs> it's been so long. Grandpa. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. What What do you want the grandpa? Do I don't know. I don't know what a surname is around here. Oh my goodness. What if we call it Beak, Feather, and Bone Farm? Perfect. BFBF. BFBF. I love it. Okay. So we're Beak, it. Feather, and Bone Farm. Yep. Beak, Feather, Bone. So I think that wraps it up for setup and we're ready to begin the game. Yay. You ready? Yep. All right. Let's get started. So I think we open on this little car. Um, what color is the car? I'm seeing yellow. Yeah, like a daisy yellow? Yes. Yeah. We, we open on this little daisy yellow car driving through the winding mountain roads. And on one side, off in the distance, we can see this the the sea stretching out and glittering in the sunlight as we pass through these uh tall evergreens and uh, the little yellow car pulls into this little town a small little gas station uh, a little schoolhouse with some children playing a general store and a market and it keeps going out of the town until it hits the countryside uh, and these vast open fields and highland coos and uh, wheat fields and all of this in between these tall mountains and this rumbling sea. And eventually the yellow car pulls down a street that is named after Grandpa Sig. You want to say Thorson? Yep. It's, it's Thorson Road, named after uh, Sig Thorson's father. And we drive down it until we come up to this old rundown stone building and the messy, overgrown fields surrounding it. Do you want to describe this stone house a little bit? Um. We see this really rough, not terribly big stone house. The stones are like, they're like big, like cinder block sized stones on this house. And like I said, they're really rough. So this was, this was like a done by a single person house. It's clearly a homestead. Like it's a homestead that tried to be permanent, but is just stone. Um, But when I see it, I get very 
nostalgic emotional like the opposite of so love mm-hmm. like i'm it's like nostalgia happy like i have only good memories at this place i mean it was hard work and i'm afraid of the raptors but it is what it is um like my grandmother lived here my grandfather lived here i they we baked cook cookies and we you know had easter egg hunts in the farm and did fun stuff like i i have happy memories here so i see this rundown house that does not look like it did in my childhood so even though i'm seeing this like rundown stone house i'm also seeing what it looked like a little bit in its glory days yeah i think as percival uh who is my character pulls up he stops the car and he gets out and he looks and he sees this house. And I think he is like, I think he's overcome with this feeling of like, Oh, this is going to be more work than I expected. Um, and he goes around the front of the car and he opens the door for you. And he sees like the joy that's in your eyes. And he like, feels a little bit more comfortable. Um, I think Percival is a character I am basing him off of some Ghibli dad, and I cannot remember which Ghibli dad he is. I think he's the dad from My Neighbor Totoro. And when I describe him, he's just going to sound like I'm describing myself. He is like a tall, bookish-looking young man with uh, short, messy hair, huge circle glasses, like circle glasses that take up more than his face. Mm Mm-hmm. And just kind of like a nervous air about him. Mm-hmm. He opens up the door for uh, his wife, Nala. N- uh, do you want to describe Nala a little bit? So Nala steps out. She's wearing overalls that have like paint on them because that's just about the only work she's ever done um, as an adult. Uh, but she's wearing overalls and you see her lighter brown hair she's still a brunette but it's lighter than mine Mm -hmm. i don't know how you would describe that other than just brown my hair is also brown but a lighter brown okay (laughs) (laughs) auburn Uh, no not quite okay um brown her hair is brown if you took the brown crayon and drew the brown crayon with my actual hair color you'd have to make it a little darker than the brown crayon but hers is the brown crayon you see that hair and she's got curls because you know I love a curly haired girl. Um, she's got curls. So her hair is in pigtails, but her curls are so like, they're not super tight. She doesn't have coils. She has curls, but they're like finger width curls. Okay. So pigtails is still quite a lot of hair, but it gets it out of her face, which was the point. Um, but it's a little unruly and messy. And she is, so he's quite tall, you said. Mm-hmm. She is quite not tall <laughs> quite not t- not tall and she is built like an italian grandmother she got a set of hips on her <laughs> okay. she got a set of hips on her and she is short five one i was gonna describe me and i'm only a little bit describing me i'm describing my grandmother called this woman an italian grandmother but i'm describing my own grandmother she's five one and she she looks like she's supposed to be on a farm and it is spring, but this is a colder climate. So I think we're kind of, we're not like bundled up, but no. we're wearing like Long thickish sleeves. jackets. And I think Percival turns to Nala and he's like, Nala, is there indoor plumbing here? Yes, of course there's indoor plumbing. As we're walking through the house, I show him 
one of the toilets and it's one of those toilets where the what's the flusher thing the me- mechanism what's that called the lever, the lever. To flush, to plush it, it is just it's, it's like, like a pull, pull string it's a pull string so it's like real old <laughs> <laughs> oh we can't forget our dog oh yes so in the in the car behind behind nala was our newfie which if you don't know what a newfie is it's a newfoundland dog they're very large they're black white and tan and they are so drooly so drooly they're they if i ever get a big dog diana ever gets a big dog she's getting a newfie i will never get a big dog because i don't want to deal with the drool but if i ever do i'll get a newfie a big old newfie uh can we name our newfie freya sure so uh yeah we let we let freya out of the back of the car and she goes bounding up and she's just like running all around the farm as you lead me through um showing me all of the things from your from your old from your family's ancestral home and we have the um a a truck is on its way with some of our a moving truck with some of our Mm -hmm. like family essentials um, as well as uh, some things to get us started on the farm are, be- are being shipped to us in this truck. And I think you and I, uh, Percival and Nala, start taking stock of what's going to happen. And then I think we're ready to start our first season. Yay! So the way Grandpa's Farm works is we have a deck of cards. And each suit in the deck uh, refers to a aspect of life on the farm um finances social developments agriculture and infrastructure so we are going to draw from the deck until we hit an ace or face card and then that is all the progress that we were able to make this season i'm terrified at the thought that we are just going to turn this card turn the deck and it's just immediately going to be a face card and we got no (laughs) progress done over i mean moving in is progress that's true listen Anything is progress, says the therapist who's not a therapist. Let's do this. <laughs> I'm sc- do you want yep. will you pull it? No problem. I'm ripping this band-aid off. Eight All right. of clubs. Okay. So that's uh, infrastructure, infrastructure, which is probably good yeah. to get started with. So so you just keep pulling until we hit a face card and then we, fi- then we interpret what it means. I- God dang it. <laughs> I got a king of clubs, so that was, that's good though. Honestly, infrastructure like we've got two cards in infrastructure. Yes. So because we got an eight of clubs, we didn't hit the twelve needed for average progress. Correct. So we made effectively no progress, but we made you know some progress, and we also because our face card is also a club, we had a major change uh, or development in the infrastructure um and the infrastructure change should be the basis what spurred us on to write a letter back to grandpa sig what if there was a fire because of the electricity a small one in the kitchen for fun like a funny fire yeah like like i'm like like it would have been a very fun thing like i plugged in our new microwave or something and just to cook us some like ramen or something and like sparks and like freaking out and it was our first like big event as a married couple grandpa what did you do to the electricity stop (laughs) 
<laughs> oh yeah. So the, the, the fast version of this is like telegrams. So, uh, we, we can either write a letter or we can do telegrams or since we're doing an audio format, we could even like do a, a like almost like a phone call to grandpa or like a voicemail, like leaving yeah. a voicemail on grandpa's, uh, answering machine. Can I suggest something? Yeah. Okay. So it is something that you and I have used in many moons ago, but in my um, Korean dramas, it seems to still be a thing where instead of text messages, you leave voice messages, but they're like playable audio recordings mm. in a text chain. Oh, yeah. We had done something like this way, way back many moons ago when you were in Australia. Um, but this seems to still be a thing. So what if we, what if that's like, like grandpa can't text, but he did figure this out. Mm-hmm. And so they're fairly short. So we just left him like a an audio file that he like, that's basically what they are. And you press play and it's like, grandpa, what's the name of the electrician? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <grandpa. laughs> not, not saying that's our letter, but you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. So I think, I think all the progress we tried to make over the course of spring was, was two infrastructural stuff. And we see, yeah, this this small fire in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I think we see um, Percival trying to fix up the the cockatrice. Ah, oh, shit! What's the word? Uh, the word for where you the corral warm eggs incubator. Yes. Uh, so like the incubator house. Um, I, he's trying to like fix it up. It's like an old. It looks like an old greenhouse, and Percival's trying to fix it up. And we see um freya chase a rat through and like knocks over the ladder that percival was on and he just like falls over (laughs) that's funny i like that and i think like you see them trying to fix up the barn but every time they fix one like every time they get one side of the wall up the other side falls down sort of thing like they can't quite they just can't quite make progress Mm -hmm. so the but the big thing we write to grandpa sig about is the Need, we need yeah. an electrician. Yeah. Nice. Do you want to? Do you want to give us a little bit of that, Grandpa Sig? Like I'm mimicking, like holding my phone. Like you guys can see that. You can't see that. Grandpa Sig, who who is your electrician? We we need that number. No, tell tell him that we need a real electrician. <laughs> Grandpa, who's a real electrician? No, Nala, don't. I mean, don't tell. Don't Wait, make but, him sound. Great. Who's the who's the who's the licensed electrician yeah, yeah, yeah. in in Bader's check? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Grandpa. Um, and I think that's that's gonna be spring. Yeah, that went terribly, but oh. it went as Diana expected. I was I was hoping for a little bit, a little bit better. Listen, if you put you and me on a farm, I would expect this much progress. <laughs> spending all spring working on the infrastructure and not and really making, making anything making any progress. no progress and we've got youtube so yeah <laughs> couldn't live on a farm you couldn't pay me to live on a farm all right i'm gonna try for summer now it's a seven of hearts a four of diamonds a two of clubs a five of hearts a six of clubs. We're making some progress. A ten of clubs. Hey, we got that electrician in. <laughs> a four of spades. And a queen of diamonds. Oh, we made some progress. So our biggest change was to queen of... Finance. Diamonds. Oh, okay. All right. Interesting. So we didn't actually make any progress with finances. 
So I'm wondering if our if our thing if our big thing is that we're not making money, like we're we're falling into debt. Well, is it that because that would still be progress? Is if we were falling into debt, like that would be a change, right? Is it that we're making just enough to cover the expenses, but we're not actually making any money? So we're we're just barely breaking even. Mm-hmm. Is that one way to interpret that? I think so. Yeah. Um, I think I think we want the face card to be something drastic, though. Like the, I'm just the... worried that debt, because debt is, I guess, prog- the word is progress. But like all of these, could, like average, notable, significant, those could all be bad things. Not progress? No, but that's the word. That's the thing. Progress doesn't necessarily mean bad things. So yeah, I guess debt. I think that's what was holding me up, though, is like the average, the notable, and the significant. I think that's what was confusing my brain. Oh, yeah, but it's significant right, but it's progress. Progress. And then the last one's amazing. So, yes, debt. We're in debt. We're in a lot of debt. Yeah, we're okay. We're falling into debt. <laughs> what, Diane, can you do the math 12. for me? It's 12. The it's heart's 12. Is 12. So, we made average progress on social. I brought cookies over to our neighbor. Our neighbor was nice, lent us a kerosene lamp or something that we would need. I don't okay. Know. So I think we're making some progress with our neighbor. That's my throw. That's my two cents. I also want to say, I think uh, we made good small talk with the electrician. Yes. Uh, so the electrician came out and I think Percival like talked to them about, you know, moving out to the country. And uh, I, I feel like the electrician knew your family mm-hmm. in some way, knew mm-hmm. Nala's family somehow. And so we just kind of started to hit it off. And he was like very kind and jovial. He's like a very... stereotypical like uh you know in under the tuscan sun the Mm -hmm. contractor that she ends up going with is like this big portly mustachioed man what there's no big portly contractor there's three polish men who work on her house i thought they were weren't they managed by a big portly mustachioed man oh yeah you see him in a single scene well that's what i'm thinking of (laughs) okay in Under the Tuscan Sun, that movie that I didn't actually watch. That man, just, that man just like went around and was like, okay. He like touched things and would just be like, okay. Okay. We do. It was like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we got an 18 in infrastructure, which is average progress. So the electrician did his job. Yeah. And I think we also see Percival and Nala like making progress, like finishing the incubation house Mm -hmm. finishing up the barn Mm -hmm. um what's something that we like see us putting the finishing touches on with like the barn with the barn i think it's like putting down fresh hay straw you eat hay you lay on straw okay i'm making that up is that correct (laughs) i don't know i don't don't live on a farm i feel like i feel like it doesn't matter i'm putting down bedding you like see me like cleaning it up and like putting down some stuff okay I think we see Percival, like, testing out a hinge on, like, the the bar for the door. And I think we see us, along with the electrician, um, turning on the heat lamps for the first, like, row of eggs. The first, Mm -hmm. like, clutch of eggs in the incubation house. Um, But we didn't actually make any progress in either finances or agriculture. Mm -hmm. And we are starting to go into debt. Yes. Yes, we are. Um, do you want to give us a little bit of the call to Grandpa about about us falling into some debt? Who are we going into debt with? I imagine it's more like IOUs to all of the 
vendors. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They sort of know our situation. I think the call is this to Grandpa. Hey, Grandpa Sig. Would you mind telling Ivar that we will pay him at some point? Just not right now. You know how it is. Love you. Thanks. Bye. So who is Ivar? I don't know. I just made up Ivar. Um, one of our vendors. Maybe um, maybe the person who gave us the clutch of eggs. We haven't paid him yet because we can't. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ivar, Ivar gave us, like, essentially lent us a clutch of these cockatrice eggs. Mm-hmm. All right. And, yeah, we're, we've been working through the hot summer suns, and, and we see, uh, you know, the, the sun is spending more time over the ocean. Um, and I think we go on, uh, when we have time to relax, we go on nice walks along the beach with Freya. But we have very little time for that mm-hmm. because we are trying so hard to catch up and pay off some of these debts yeah absolutely and yeah and slowly the summer turns into fall that's a six of hearts that's a nine of hearts five of clubs two of diamonds four of hearts hey hey making some social progress two of spades i'm gonna need a few more diamonds here please Ten of spades. Hey, we hit the minimum. Eight of diamonds. Oh my god, just need like just need two more diamonds. Five of spades. Give me those diamonds. Three of spades. Give me those diamonds. <laughs> Four of clubs. Oh my god. Nine of spades. And a king of diamonds. Jack of diamonds. Jack of diamonds. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. That was a very eventful fall. Yes. We made some progress. Eventful autumn. So no progress for... Infrastructure. No progress for infrastructure. Nine there. No progress for finances again. Correct. Which is killing me. We got so close. We're still in debt. It's a first year though. Businesses fail within that first year. You go into debt. It's expected. Average social progress? We hit 15, 19. Yep. Average. And what is that in spades? That is, this is 12. That's 12. So that's 24, 29. 29. So we made notable progress in on the ranch. We had some hatchlings. Yeah. We had some hatchlings and they're doing well. They seem to be surviving. How many eggs do you think Ivar lent us? I, I kind of want to go with a dozen. That's what I that's was a, thinking. Is that a lot? I have no idea. I mean, if you're raising emus, 12 feels like a lot. Yeah. But maybe that's six. Pro- but 12 is probably a good starter. Mix of boys and girls. Let's do six. Let's do six. Let's do six. He's lending it to us. Let's do six. So we've got these six cockatrice running around the farm. And uh, I think we see Freya, like, chase slash herding them mm-hmm. around the farm. Um, they're still small enough, so small. And I feel like we have not made enough progress on the barn or the like the well, incubator and the house are pretty much the only things that are kind of warm right now yeah and yeah. it's getting cold so i think we have to like bring the cockatrice into the house mm-hmm. and they're they're like i think we see like percival trying to do laundry and just like a gaggle of these small raptors like run under his feet mm-hmm. and they're all different like colors 
I, I, I want them to be colored, like, sort of, like, wild quail or even, like, wild turkeys. Oh, yeah. Like, very, like, neutral tones, but also very colorful, very beautiful. Yeah. And they're, they're kind of running around the house. And then Freya comes running after them and, mm-hmm. like, a, again, knocks Percival over. That's going to be a running gag in this <laughs> film. Freya just knocking Percival to the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we, we, we successfully hatched our... our um, All six. All six, yeah, yeah, and they're they're getting big. They're growing at a at a good rate. How's how's Nala doing? Nala is warming up to the cockatrice. She's warming up to them. She thinks they're really cute, and when she like witnessed them being hatched, that was really adorable. This is hard, and she's starting to have not as many fond memories of this house, <laughs> but she is slowly making it her house and mm-hmm. not her grandma's house, and that is really nice. Like, that she's kind of putting her own touches on it. And it's starting, like, when she says, let's go home, it feels more natural now. And it feels more intentional and appropriate. Yeah, so she's she's adjusting. And it's a big adjustment, but she's adjusting. And it definitely helps that she's been spending some time with the neighbors. Um, going over to the neighbors and increasing that social capital and getting some help and getting some tips. Um because it's definitely the neighbor's tip of what to feed the cockatrice that's definitely helping them right now. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Does does the neighbor do the same thing? Maybe the neighbor just has like a couple like they're not like a, they're not a big cockatrice ranch, but they have a couple cockatrice on the farm to yeah. help them with like labor and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Do we get started with our because um, we also talked about doing some plants of, of some sort. I think we we would have done that way back when and they they failed like you don't plant in the fall i don't know that weather maybe you do maybe there's something you plant in the fall oh i guess you're right you 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 reap in the fall is there something that you could maybe plant in the fall and then it would like grow and incubate in the winter this is made up fantasy land there's a plant that we plant in the fall and it like incubate like you have to do it in the fall it needs Mm -hmm. to incubate and then it, it sprouts next summer and we'll see how that goes. But yeah, I think Percival and Nala are out in the fields um, getting these some fields ready for mm-hmm. these. I know how much you love potatoes. Potatoes. So we could do we could do some sort of tuber, root, vegetable. Sure. Potato. Potato. And yeah, we made average progress in social. So I think, yeah, we, we are going over to our neighbors more often. Uh, does our, should we give our neighbor a name? No. Okay. Just the neighbors. The neighbor. We literally have a single neighbor, so yeah. the neighbors. The neighbors. What what are the neighbors like? The wife is very nice. Um, and I imagine that they have a gaggle of kids. Mm. I'm picturing, to be honest, the Weasleys. Okay. All right. Just like happy chaos. Yeah. That's what I'm picturing. Just That's happy sweet. chaos. And just like because Mrs. Weasley was always like... Not to make this about Harry Potter, but Harry was always welcome at their table and she always had random people at the house. Like, I feel like that's the neighbor. Like, mm-hmm. she's very, very nice, very willing to help. Um, always down for a good meal. I never leave empty handed, which is why I never come empty handed. And I think, honestly, I think the I think the friendship I'm making with her is helping with Ivar, who wants to get paid. Oh, yeah. But isn't because he's seeing the progress that we made. With our agriculture, he's seeing the progress that we're making. What was our um, our face card? Was a diamond? Yes. So 
there's been a major change to our finances or a major event or something notable about our finances. And it can be either neg- it can be positive or negative. And we did have a really good social. Mm-hmm. So what if, you know, we met with Ivar and maybe Ivar was a little annoyed that we're behind, but he was like happy to extend our credit. Yes. Um, it, we had him over. We showed him how things are going with the eggs that he lent us. Mm -hmm. And Ivar really kind of was like, okay, listen, don't worry about it. Everybody has a rough time starting. I don't want to scare you all off. You know, Brader Check needs you, needs people. So I'm going to don't don't stress out about the finances. We will work it out. I think our letter to grandpa should be. Something along the lines of, what is Ivar's favorite thing? Ooh. You know? Uh-huh. I think something along those lines. But it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to keep being me who contacts grandpa. He's your grandpa. But he's your grandpa, too. I don't know. That feels... I feels... would never call one of your grandmas. Like, I wouldn't... Diana would not call one of Zach's Oh, I was trying to do that. In, I was doing that in character. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> because they're newlyweds. And yeah, I think that's Percival... that's true. That's true. That's true. That's Percival true. would feel like... Percival would still feel weird about right. being like, oh, yeah, but, no, but he's your grandpa. Out of character. What if it was your idea for that conversation with grandpa? Oh, I like that. Yeah. That, that feels like a very Percival move. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, but Percival like made Nala yeah, yeah. do the call. Well, let's role play this because okay. I guess we're playing a role playing game, so we should do this. <laughs> uh, wait, which part? Just the conversation that leads up to what okay. I'm saying to Grandpa or whatever. Listen, uh, Ivar has been has been really kind to us, and I think um, you should ask your Grandpa. Uh, you know, what does Ivar like? If he has like a favorite meal. Or if we could get him something from the market or something. I just feel like we have to do something nice for him so that he doesn't get mad at us. I'm really worried. All right. Let, call, call my grandpa. Go ahead. Uh, I, think you, I think you should call Grandpa Sig. This is your idea. It's yes, but um, he's your grandpa. <sighs> Phone gets pulled out. Thank you, love. Hey, Grandpa. Freya, Freya, no, Freya, get down from there. What? What am I saying again? What am I asking? I uh, ask him. Ask him what uh, what Ivar likes. Something, something that we can get for Ivar. Gra- Grandpa, what does Ivar like? We want to get him something. He's being very nice to us right oh, now. Freya, Freya, get down, Freya. Thank you, Grandpa. Love you. And then we see fall move into winter as the days become shorter and the air becomes colder and uh the the sea is choppier and grayer and we begin trying to make it through our first winter on the farm and that is a three of hearts a five of diamonds a three of clubs and a queen of clubs so we actually don't make progress. We made in, progress nowhere. In anything. We, we did make some... We made no progress. There was a change in infrastructure. Yes, there was a, there was a big change in infrastructure. We didn't make any significant... Pro- like, we didn't make any progress. But, you know, we worked on our finances. We worked on our social. We worked on our infrastructure. So I think one of the big issues with finances is that these cockatrice 
you know, we have to feed them and we have to care for them. And they're still too young to do any work on the farm Mm -hmm. or for us to sell or to breed. So they're too young. We're not really making any money off of them yet. We're not making any money off of our produce yet because it's not going to start growing until spring uh, because it needs to intubate over the winter. And so we're, we're just, we're spending money. And I think we see, because I, because Percival was like an accountant back in the city, he's like pouring over the numbers and we see him like late at night with this little oil lamp and he takes off his glasses and just sets them on the table and rubs his eyes. And I think you see Nala in the kitchen playing with all the animals. <laughs> like... Because I th- I think there were a lot of conversations held before we moved to this farm. Mm-hmm. And Nala, there's a reason that Grandpa doesn't live here anymore. Like, Nala, like I said, was a little bit more prepared moving here motion- emotionally and-, and mentally. Like, physically. <laughs> if you don't live on a farm, you're not prepared to live on a farm. Yeah. Um, but I think Nala was a little bit more, like, aware of what was going on. Or, or knew, I guess, some of the possibilities of what could happen. Obviously, the full extent of it was not something any of them could have prepared for. But you just see her, like, happily in the kitchen. And I imagine, like, an old stone kitchen with, like, um, like a hearth. 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 A large fireplace in which you cook. Okay. They also have a mo- modern stove and stuff. But that's, like, where they get their heat from. Okay. Um, so... Or that's one source of heat for the house. So I think you just see her in front of like a, a, a fire and a large dog and some crazy birds just like <laughs> having fun on the floor. Meanwhile, he's stressed out. She knows she, he's stressed out, but there's nothing she can do about it. So mm. they're just playing with the animals. And so there was a big change to infrastructure for either good or bad, but we didn't make any significant progress. So what do you think that change in infrastructure looked like? What about a fence? What if we start oh, a fence? That's a good idea because that's not progress, but it is a change. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like a fence. Yeah, so we see. And I think this it was a it was a sore subject and probably one that Grandpa Sig yells at. Or not yells, but is like, what a rookie mistake. Is obviously you can't erect a fence in the winter because the ground is too hard to dig fence posts mm-hmm. um but we see percival out there with like or, or percival and nala um no not nala <laughs> do we see nala inside with like a cup of hot cocoa yep. watching percival try to dig a hundred percent a hundred percent but i could i could totally see the conversation like we're talking to grandpa. Grandpa's like, well, you're going to need to get up a fence, but it's not going to work now. And I was like, yeah, okay. That makes sense, grandpa. And Percival's like, but we need to get up a fence. So obviously I'm going to start the fence now. And I was like, mm, but grandpa has to wait. We can't, if we wait until the spring, it's going to be too late because they're going to be too big. So we need to listen. I know it isn't the right time, but we waited too long. So I'm just going to go out and do it now. It'll be fine. You don't have to help. I will go out. And I will do it as I, as Percival's like doing his scarf. I'm not going to go help. <laughs> <laughs> Sipping her tea or hot chocolate or whatever. Yeah. Do you make a call to grandpa <laughs> after that? Yes, but it's while Percival is out on the fields. <laughs> uh, grandpa, you are allowed to tell Percival I told you so. The ground is way too hard. 
but he's earning his keep, Grandpa. He's earning his keep. And then I think we are going to have our first festival. Woot woot! So, a festival is something that happens once a year. It's a big... Uh, it is a festival that happens in town where we get to go and we get to interact with the people in the town and role play out some scenes. And importantly, this is how we improve our deck because every scene that we have with uh, people in town, we get an opportunity to remove face cards from the deck. Um, and in a two player game, we uh, can actually remove cards from each other's decks. But since we're essentially playing as one farm, we, we won't be doing that. So what happens is we add up each of the suit that we got over the course of the year, and we divide by 10 to get our momentum. So we have four momentum for infrastructure, two momentum for finances, three momentum for so social studies, and three momentum for agriculture and uh we are going to attend this festival and uh for each momentum we can pursue a positive development it should be impactful and reflect some sort of change uh we'll role play a scene based on that momentum and then what we get to do is we'll draw two cards or we'll draw one card from two suits and if the card from our deck is better or higher, then we get to remove a face card from our suit. Sweet. And the event has a positive impact. Sweet. Um, if it doesn't, then there is no growth. So we need to decide what our festival is celebrating. Is this happening in winter? Or is it happening when winter starts to be over? Like Groundhog's Day celebration? Uh, let's do a winter holiday because winter holidays are always bangers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, fall holidays mm -hmm. are fun too, or uh, spring holidays are fun too, but fall holidays are always bangers. Yeah, everyone gets hoisted. Hoisted in the fall. Yeah, let's do a solstice. Winter, I mean. Let's do a solstice party. Okay, a winter solstice party. Mm -hmm. Longest yeah. night of the year. Let's get wasted all night. Yeah, I think it's like a... Um, you know, you know me. I love a festival of lights. Mm -hmm. So I think this is a big um, uh, festival of candles. And I'm going to try not to just make this Diwali, but I kind of just want to make this Diwali where just like the center of town is just lit up with candles and lanterns and the night culminates in fireworks. And uh, there's a there's just a lot of dancing um, lights to mm -hmm. light up the darkest night of the year. Yeah in braider check Ooh, actually can we do it on the beach yes of course we're gonna do it on the beach so that's hold on that's something to remember that's probably it's probably warmer on the beach than it is anywhere else oh yeah yeah true so it's on the beach so uh to help us build up the festival there's some questions what is the history of this festival how did it start and why does it endure so it's a it's a, a winter solstice festival mm-hmm uh, what traditions are a key part of this festival? Um, lights. I, I, I suggested lights. Um, do you want to? Why don't you add something as well? I'm adding this because I'm Diana. There's a weird mating type of dance. I'm sorry, a mating. What? I'll explain what I mean. I think nope. humans do courtship. No, no. Okay. 
this is what I mean. Okay. So the young eligible men are on one side. The young eligible ladies are on another side. And they, there's like, um, okay. So backstory in Portugal, there's many, any chance that men can be horny, they will be horny. That's just like a thing for the festivals. And, um, they're, you know, they're appropriately horny, but they're horny. And so there's this, um, in Portugal, there's this like outfit that it sort of looks like a grim reaper outfit, but it's just like, I think it's, I think it's used. I think you use it for like. Some type of farming. Oh, like, I know this. Like I know it, this it's tradition. got like a it's got like a face covering and stuff. But I think you actually I think it started as like a, mm-hmm. a farming covering. Um, Is this the one where you dress up and you stalk the girl that you have a crush on? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it's that. But like the girls are in on it, and there's like in there's a separate thing in Portugal is that like you give golf. What's golf? Golf. Golf. <laughs> Collard greens. I, I don't speak. I got it. Collard greens. <laughs> got it. Um. So <laughs> I've said gloves before. It doesn't matter. Um, a collard green. I, I think, so the girl gets a collard green, like, leaf mm-hmm. from one of the masked men. And she has to figure out which of the masked men gave it to her because that's the guy that likes her. But they're kind of, like, all stalking the eligible girls as the eligible girls are doing, like, a like a dance around town. Okay. Sort of thing. Does that make sense? So it's like a parade? Kind of. When you say a dance around town. So I'm thinking of like a maypole. You know how like maypoles like dance? But but it's not around a pole. It's more like around the festival, like a circle around the festival, like kind of on the outskirts of it. Okay. Because you want your parents to be able to see you so you can't get in trouble, but you want the dark corners to be really close for when you do meet up and just pop on over. Pop on over. So it's like a fun festival that we had no idea about. So we just see these like 18 year olds like giggling and running or in a circle around us. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what and, is and happening? Teens in masks and yeah. dark clothes. <laughs> yeah. And like girls with vegetation in their hand. Like, what is happening? Okay. Yeah. I love that. Because remember, I spent summers here. I oh, didn't right. spend winters. This is completely not something I knew was happening. Yeah. Uh, so what group or person is in charge of organizing the festival? Oh, the Weasley mom. Oh, you, th- you think Absolutely. our neighbors are like really? Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Our neighbors are like in charge of this festival. I think that it's like all, I think the whole town comes together, mm-hmm. but this mom is just so used to like managing chaos <laughs> that she just kind of took over when she hit kid 11, mm-hmm. that she was like, I can, if I can handle 11 kids on my farm, I can handle this. Is she it's in fine. charge of like the agricultural society? I think so. Yeah. I love it. What does the festival do to make you feel welcomed? I think our neighbor is definitely there with, like lanterns for us yes. to, for us to carry lanterns um and i could see you wanted to add something as well i think she gave me a job oh i think she gave me a job i think she gave me something to do oh what job i i immediately thought of like a potluck like i had to bring something but this is such a big festival that i don't think that would be it i think it'd be more like not running a booth but running a booth like you like she was like you got to make sure that all those men over there they always have beer. <laughs> like I think it's like a job like that. Uh-huh. Like something that all the other women are like I'm really sick of doing that job, but everybody else has jobs. So 
of course you need a job because you're a part of our community. So of course you need a job, but you're getting the job that no one wants. So you got to make sure that those old men over there, that they have beers in their hand. Yeah. I love that. And I, I, I also, I love that um, because it feels very like, like old time, small town. And I also love that it means that Nala and Percival are going to be like separated mm-hmm. and like Percival is going to feel very awkward and like be on his own. Um, I think we should definitely bring Freya to oh, the festival. Oh, absolutely. And I think we should bring our prize cockatrice <gasps> to show off. Yes. Because that's what people do at festivals like this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so our prize cockatrice is a female named Fiola. And she's just a beautiful, she's just a beautiful bird. And she's growing very nicely. She's very large and strong and well-behaved. So uh, we bring Fio- uh, Fiola, and Fiola has to be on a leash, but Freya is not. I kind of think that Fiola's on a leash attached to Freya's collar. <laughs> okay, I love that. Yeah. I love that, yeah. Yeah. Um, because I think Freya's gotten very good at at herding mm-hmm. the, the cockatrice and, like, managing the cockatrice. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Freya's the nanny dog for Fiola. Yes. All right, so we have we have a we have plenty of momentum in in all four of the areas that we need to make progress in. But we can only actually remove two cards. So depending on like we might run out of momentum and not be able to host any more scenes. So like say we have two diamonds. If we have two diamond scenes mm-hmm. and manage to remove two face cards we can't yeah. remove any more face yeah. cards but if we do two diamond scenes and we don't remove any face cards we can't try for diamonds anymore mm-hmm. I, I think as percival and nala are making their way down to the festival i think we're talking about like our game plan like all right so i i i, I think we we have to we have to meet up with ivar and we have to try to talk to him about giving us a little bit of an extension or something because the, the money just isn't there. So uh, who, who, who should um, who's going to take point on Ivar? Well, I've got my job. And if Ivar is a part of that group, then I guess I will try. But if he's not, it will have to be you. You can do this. I believe in you. I All believe right. in you. All you right. can do it. Okay, great. We, we lived on a farm for almost a whole year. Yeah, yeah. You can talk to Ivar. He's just... We got him those chocolates. I know. I know. And he's been really nice. It's just... Uh, Ivar, Ivar is nice. We just owe him money. And he's kind of... It's a festival. I wouldn't start off with that conversation. Okay. Maybe yeah. see him later in the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I. it's Ivar. It's a festival. I think we'll be okay. Okay. We definitely need to introduce ourselves to more people in town, though. Right, right. We absolutely need to do that. Because so far, we only know the neighbors. What's the na- what? Um, what's the neighbor's name again? The neighbors. Okay. All right. So we know the neighbors. We know Ivar and the electrician. God, I can't remember the electrician's name. I think his name is Electrician. Nala, that that our neighbors can't be named neighbors, and the electrician can't be named electrician. I think they can when you just go up and say, "Hey, how are you?" and then just keep moving with the conversation. Oh my god, I'm going to make a fool of myself. It'll be fine. As they reach the the festival on the beach, and it's just beautiful chaos. So, 
Yeah, uh, I think, okay, so we're definitely, get, we gotta do a scene with Ivar. Yeah. So I was initially thinking that Ivar would be one of the guys drinking, oh, but sweet. after but after what you said about making Percival deal with Ivar, now I think he's not. Because I think <laughs> I think we have to make Percival try to deal with Absolutely. Ivar. Absolutely. So um, do you want to play Ivar and I'll play Percival? I will certainly try. Okay. So what is what is Ivar doing at the festival? Absolutely drinking, but he's with the dads, not the grandpas. Ah. So the dads, because the moms are busy doing the festival, the dads are watching the childrens. Okay. Because the childrens are playing with, like, the pigs and stuff. They're all, all the prized animals and the children are in one location because you need to keep an eye on all of them. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Because Pers- Ivar's a dad. Yeah. Percival takes a deep breath. I think he, like, looks across the festival at Nala with, like, big, wide eyes. She gives him, like, a big smile and some thumbs up. Okay. Come, come on, Freya. And he goes over to any Percival, like, does a big wave to Ivar. I think Ivar, like, gives him, like, a, while his beer is in his hand, like, acknowledgement, hot, hey, wave. Yeah. Percival takes a beer and goes up and goes, evening, Ivar. It's a, wow, this is, this is some festival, huh? This is, this is amazing. I had no idea. Oh, is this, is this your first? Uh, yeah, you know, um, uh, Nala, she used to come up to, uh, to, uh, Sig's farm in the summer but she never she never overwintered in uh braider check so she had no idea about 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 this ah uh, sir sig he failed her there this is this is a this is a great time this is our best festival oh oh yeah yes this is the best time of year this is everyone looks forward to this this is the event of the season oh yeah i i can see why it's it's beautiful uh, and and you know um you know nala and i we're, we're just loving it here uh in brighter check it's it's just such a it's been such a wonderful uh experience oh it's been wonderful having you here you oh. know there have been a been a couple hiccups but it's been nice having someone at sir sig's farm again oh thank you. yeah yeah oh whew, yeah uh plenty of hiccups for sure um yeah did uh did um did you hear that we had a we had a small electrical fire <laughs> when we first moved in? I did, I did, and then you see Sig like hit the guy next to him, and it turns around, and the guy turns around and it's the electrician. Oh, thank you so much for for coming out and fixing that up. I, you know, I don't I don't think Sig knew what he was doing <laughs> doing wiring, uh, wire, wiring that place up. No, Sir Sig, he he was a genius. He he did he he used the knowledge that he had. It just was about fifty years too late. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You can, yeah. Um, oh, oh, say, you should uh, take, take a look at one of the eggs that you, you gave us. Um, uh, we, we named her Fiola, and uh, he, uh, Percival points to Fiola, this, this big, beautiful cockatrice that's tied to, to Freya. Uh, this is Fiola, so, um, you know, all, the, the whole uh, clutch of eggs that you gave us, they hatch, and they're, they're just looking beautiful. I think you see... Um... Ivar, like, kneeled down and, like, staring intently at this bird. Like, he did not care that his kid was, like, in the muck with the pig. That's not important. But this bird, he's, like, very interested in it because this is his money. And he's down. He's like, this is a beautiful bird. You are, this is a great cockatrice. You were taken very good care of. What are you, what are you feeding her? Oh, you know, uh, well, uh, so we were talking to the neighbors. And, uh, and you know, they, they gave us a great... 
um, they gave us great tips on um, the 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 feed for them. So and and you know uh, Nala and I um, uh, mostly Nala we we planted the uh, the uh, overwinter tubers, the purple tubers for uh, for next season, so that we can have our own stock of uh, of feed for them. So uh, yeah, you know they're they're turning out really well. We're, uh, we're real happy about it. Well, I can. I mean, if they're anything like this beautiful bird, then you are you're you are taken to farming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> took you a while, but you're taken to farming. Yeah. Um. Well, you know about that. We're we're still we're still a little bit um st- still a little bit behind. Yeah. Because because we only got the only got the six, and we, we none of them are old enough to to made up yet or to breed yet so um you know we're talking about maybe you know trying to save up to afford some adult uh breeders but uh you know we're, we're just not uh you know the income isn't coming in yet ivar so percival it's a festival yeah it's a festival uh-huh and then ivar stands up because percival wasn't getting it <laughs> well hold on hold on so i think that's a good time for us to draw i think so right too. so depending on the results of this draw is whether is how well that scene goes. Yeah. So you so I draw from this deck, you draw from the guest deck. Okay. So we're each going to draw one card depending on who wins. Uh if I win, we resolve the scene and we get to remove an ace from our deck. If you win, nothing happens. Oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood momentum. If I lose, we can deal new cards off the top of each deck until you've run out of momentum. Oh, okay. Oh, do we only get one scene? I mean, that's a good scene to have. It's kind of the important scene to have. Yeah, I see. I think I misunderstood. Okay. So yeah, so we're going so we only have two momentum. So we're only going to get to draw two cards. I mean, hopefully we get it in one. Yeah. All right, ready? Okay. So ace of an offsuit, which is what you drew, mm-hmm. beats my seven of an offsuit. Mm-hmm. So we lost on our first round. Okay. Let's go again, because it can't hurt to go again. So we'll do one more. Okay. All right? Yep. Okay. So that was, I drew a queen of our suit, and you drew an eight of the off suit. Mm -hmm. So I win now. Woot, woot! So we have a positive change, and we get to remove that card from our deck. Awesome. So now we have one less face card in our deck, which means next year, next the, the following seasons mm-hmm. are going to be even easier to follow. So the way that this scene would resolve would be, because this worked out in our favor, is Ivar standing up and be like, it's a festival. We're not worried about money during the <laughs> festival season. You are here to have a good time. I'm here to have a good time. Of course, you're getting your extension. You got Look at this beautiful bird. Of course, you're getting your extension. <sighs> Thanks. Thanks, Ivar. And then... <sighs> I think Ivar like turns around and looks at his kid and he's like, what? The- look at your beautiful bird and look at my messy child. What is oh, this? no, he's he's beautiful. He's uh, he's what? No, you can't. Nope. Not when this bird is anywhere near us. And then like, and then I think you see Ivar turn to um, Freya and just be like, you you go wrangle that kid. You go wrangle him. <laughs> um, I think we end that scene. I think Nala just like witnessed all of that and you see her like. Yeah, cheering with like beers in her hand as she's going and giving them to grandpas. Like that's it. Yeah, and I think Percival goes up to Nala and he's like very nervous, but he tells her the good news. And normally, so we still have a whole. We used up all of our finances momentum, but uh, normally we have a whole bunch of momentum left mm-hmm. that we could do more scenes in the festival. But I think 
you know, this episode's getting a little long. We should we should probably wrap up there. Yeah. So um, I think Percival and Nala have a wonderful rest of Oh, God. This the, is a beautiful festival. Yeah. With and, a bunch of teenagers getting horny. <laughs> and they wrap up and Percival and Nala go back home and into their quiet farm. And you can hear like the chirping of the cockatrice somewhere on the farm. Um, and, uh, Percival and Nala start getting in, start like they're changing in their pajamas and they're getting in bed and it's been their first year on the farm. What, what, what do they, what do they say as they're like getting into bed? I don't think Nala like acknowledges it really. I think she's just like still buzzed from the festival. I think she's like, that was a great festival. I'm so glad that we got that extension. This is so good. Yeah. I'm so tired. I can't wait to fall asleep. I mean, you worked so hard you did such a good job like you you seemed like a braider check natural you got us that extension i think this was an i think this was an uh a 100 percent perfect event yeah yeah no that it was great can't wait till next year i'm glad that we did this me too i couldn't imagine any other life i a hundred percent could but i wouldn't want one and then you see her roll away from him and just, like, stick her cold feet on his feet. Oh, not Nala! <laughs> then she falls asleep. So that was Grandpa's Farm. It is one of six games in the Possible Worlds bundle. If that sounded fun to you, which it should have because it was a load of fun to play, search for the Possible Worlds games on Kickstarter. You can also go to possibleworldsgames.com or you can go to Possible W Games on Twitter to find the designer Tyler Crumrine and his games in development these these games are they all sound so cool beak feather and bone is a just beautiful game i had a ton of fun with grandpa's farm what do you think d oh this it it was cute and happy which is what i wanted so this was perfect (laughs) it was it was definitely a big change to you know how blood gold has been lately and how all of our games go i'm so dark I'm so surprised. You keep saying how dark you are. I, I feel like I make our games way darker than you tend to. No, I feel like I, I feel like you set up dark, and I feel like I tend to turn it dark. That's fair. That's fair. But this is this was so much. I want to keep playing this. Not tonight, though. It's, no, not it's tonight. It's very late. It is past, very late. Past my bedtime. Um, but yes, I do. I want to come back to this world, and I want to like play with the Weasley children. Who we've got to give real names. I think it's better if we don't. It's funnier. (laughs) Funnier. Grandpa's Farm and five other amazing looking games. Check out the Possible Worlds Kickstarter or possibleworldsgames.com. Please back it because I, I need these games in my life. So thank you so much for joining us on our adventures today. 
Um, don't forget that you can share us with all of your RPG-loving friends. We are on Twitter and Instagram at HeartPointsPod. Thank you to In Love With A Ghost for the song Chilling at Nemo's Place, and thank you very much to our editor, Zach B., without whom this podcast would not get made. Guys, I can't stress enough how just terrible this would sound without Zach B. It would not be listenable. The only reason this podcast is still around is because of him. So it, thanks. Thanks, Zach B. It is incredibly true. That's it, folks. Yeah, that's it. So thank you so much for joining us. And we hope to see you again next week when we return to the world of blood gold. As you return to the real world, we hope that you have a very nice day. But like a very, very nice one. Bye.